0: Hello my beautiful friends, welcome to the strong and beautiful podcast. My name is Katie Moeller and I am the host and creator of the show. My entire goal of this podcast is to cut the crap of the fitness industry and just bring some truth and some light into something that appears to only bring us down. I want you to walk away feeling empowered with the knowledge of how truly strong and how truly beautiful you really are, because you are so much more capable than you think. And in today's show, I'm going to talk a lot about confidence and how do we build confidence, because that is such a huge struggle for so many women around the world in any stage of life. And it's sad to put it bluntly. It's sad because we don't know how strong and how beautiful like this show is all about. We really are. And that's what I want to bring to you today is some practical things that you can do to help build some confidence in your own life and be able to go out into the world and conquer it in whatever it is that you want to do. So realistically, one day I had to sit down and decide that I loved myself no matter what my body looked like or what other people thought about it. And that's the thing. The thing is confidence is a choice. You can decide that you have confidence. And when you have that decision made, What other people say about you or think about what you're doing or what you look like, it can't waver your confidence because you decided that you have confidence today. Because it is your body, your voice, your life, your choices, your goals all of this is yours. It doesn't matter what other people say your confidence should look like or your body should look like or your life should look like because it's not theirs. It's yours. And whose opinion matters more, the opinion of yourself or the opinion of others? Because we have to live our whole life with ourselves, not with them. So don't try to make your life fit them They should fit into your life because feeling beautiful has nothing to do with what we look like and everything to do with what you choose to feel like. And like I said, we literally have to live our whole lives with ourselves. Like you can't just decide that you don't want to be friends with yourself anymore and go find new friends. You can do that with other people who don't support what you're doing or don't support who you are. But at the end of the day, would you rather have somebody come into your life and be friends with you while you're pretending to be someone someone that you're not? Or would you rather have somebody come into your life, meet you, maybe you don't like click I guess, quote unquote, how you might wish you would or how you might think that you should. And then you both just keep moving on and go your own separate ways until you find somebody that you do click with. Because I guarantee you that there is someone out there that you click with that you don't have to pretend to be someone else. So when we decide that I'm going to be me, And if somebody doesn't agree with that or somebody doesn't fit into this persona, I guess, of who we really are, then we can start to live more freely in the way that... We don't have to think about what other people are thinking about us. <laughs> um, it's just way too much thinking in general. Confidence shouldn't involve a lot of thinking. Confidence should be natural because you're so confident in who you are that what you do and what you look like and your actions, all of those things just naturally flow. So how do we actually practice that? Because, It's one thing to say, oh, I'm going to choose to be confident today. But what does that actually mean? Like, how do I decide that I am confident? So what I use, it's called Rise Above Daily. That's my own method that I've created. And it's something that I take all of my clients through, through the Strong and Beautiful program. But essentially... It involves a huge aspect of affirmations. And if you've never heard of an affirmation, it's basically any sort of statement that is like an I am statement. So I am confident. I am strong and beautiful. I am capable. I am calm, cool, and collected. Whatever it is that you want to be, when you start telling yourself that you already are those things, then our brain starts to believe it. And our brain... Is so powerful that if it starts to shift its beliefs, your actions and your life and everything else that you're doing will start to flow out of that belief. So affirmations are not silly. <laughs> you might hear it and or like see it, see somebody saying their affirmations into their mirror or um, writing them out, and you're like, oh, that's just a bunch of like hooey, weird whatever, I don't know, whatever kind of weird word you have for it, but they're not silly because it's the same thing. Like repetition is so huge in anything. Let's say like you're taking a test. What do you do before a test? You repeat those things over and over and over and over into your memory until they become second nature and you know that you can have that answer to the question immediately like it's nothing. And it's the same thing. So if we practice those affirmations over and over and over and over and we repeat them until they're so ingrained in our brain that we have no choice but to believe them, then when those situations come up where normally we might kind of shrink back or we might not feel so confident, now our brain automatically, instead of going into the like shrink and hide kind of place we can turn to those affirmations that we've told ourselves, no, like, I know in this situation, I'm strong. I know in this situation, I am capable. I know in this situation that I'm confident and I am worthy of being here right now. Because when like, like I said, when we repeat those so often, it just becomes our second nature. So That would be the first thing I would say to anyone who's wanting to develop that confidence. Yes, it's going to feel silly at first. Yes, it's going to take some practice. And yes, maybe you're going to have to go into the bathroom and like turn your shower and your fan on and like maybe some music to cover up your voice at first. If you're practicing saying those things, you don't want your husband or your family to hear you or say them in your car, say them somewhere where you're going to be comfortable because it's so powerful to be able to say those things out loud. Another thing that you can practice, and this is also probably going to sound silly, but is a it's called a power pose. And a power pose, like when you think about Superman, for example, whenever you see a picture of Superman, he's like got his chest all puffed up real big. He's got his hands on his hips, or he's like, got the one arm in the air kind of thing. And all of those things are power poses because it's putting you into a physical position of confidence and power. And again, like the connection between our like mental body and physical body is so strong that when we can have the same reaction in the physical, even though it might seem kind of fake, your brain is going to think that's real and it's going to translate that into the rest of your actions and continue with that same power. What do you actually love about your body right now? That's the thing that you want to be focusing on. So, along with your affirmations, along with your power poses, oftentimes we will dwell on the negatives, we'll dwell on the things that we don't like because. The unfortunate reality is that human beings are pretty like pessimistic in general. So if you can start to think about like instead of my first reaction when looking into the mirror is oh I don't really like the lower belly pooch that's sticking out right now, oh I don't really like the cellulite on my legs, oh I don't really like my arms that are too flabby, whatever it is, focus on what you do like So sure, maybe you don't like the cellulite on your legs. But what do you like about your legs? You love that they can take you running. You love that they can take you for walks. You love that they can take you on hikes and explore these new places and see all of the beautiful nature around you. You love that they have literally carried you everywhere you go in life. And focus on that. What do you love about your body right now? And there is nothing wrong with wanting to change parts of your body or wanting to change um, parts about yourself, but it has to come from that place of love. It's not coming because I hate myself right now. It's coming because I know that I am capable of doing so much more and fueling myself better and honoring my body better with better movement and better nutrition. And that's where the long and lasting results are going to come from. It's going to come from that place of love about this is the one body that I have. We literally, like, you only get one body. So do you want to spend your whole life hating your home? Because the reality is that your body is your home. And if you hate your home, you're never going to feel comfortable. You're never going to be able to relax. So why not try to pick out the things that you do like and focus on those and just smile (laughs) like fake it till you make it if you don't have a smile right now but our brain will literally again it'll rewire itself to actually believe those things that you're practicing oftentimes when people come to me and they say like oh I want to come from a place of love and grace when I am like in this fitness journey so how do I go about that without feeling too down on myself when I do mess up, but also not giving myself too much grace that I never actually follow through on the plan. Because that's a tricky balance. Like, where is the balance between too much discipline and too much grace? And the first thing I say to somebody who has that kind of question of where do I find that balance is go back to your why, why do you want to lose the weight? And if you haven't already, go back and listen to um, my episode about motivation because that is going to be what drives you to find the balance between discipline and grace. When a child, like if you have kids or if you have younger siblings or if you've ever been a babysitter, when the child does something they're not supposed to do, like they color on the walls. Let's use that as an example. We teach them right away in love and in grace that hey, it's not okay to color on the walls. And then we move on. So we give them grace and we give them love but discipline at the same time. And then when they do it again, we don't allow them to just keep making the same mistakes. So it's the same thing with ourselves. Like, hey, yeah, we made a mistake, but I'm not going to hate myself for it. I'm going to teach myself how to move on with grace But I'm not going to allow myself to go back into that place because I know it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. I know that it's not fueling my body the way it should be. I know it's going to not make me feel my best. And we also don't hold a grudge towards the child, right? Like if your child colors on your wall, you're not just going to like hate it forever and hold this grudge against your child for the next month or the next week or the next day or however long. And it's the same idea again with ourselves. So when we are giving ourselves that like, friendly discipline, I guess, where we know that this probably isn't what I should be eating or this probably isn't what I should be doing, so I'm going to quote-unquote discipline myself and do something that I know is going to make me feel good. So we move on with that grace feeling instead of, tearing ourselves down for it and holding a grudge against ourselves and staying in that place of like disappointment for ourselves because that's not going to help anything. And our body reacts to stress. It can't be in a rest and digest mode and that stress mode at the same time. So when you're always in that stressed mode, when you're eating something you know you shouldn't or when you're doing something you know you shouldn't, Your body is going to react and it's actually going to hold on to that stress. And then that's when we're going to see even worse uh, outcomes, basically, like bloating and discomfort. And uh, we don't want to sit in that place. So what practical steps can you make to course correct instead of keeping on going down the same road? So it doesn't have to be anything drastic. It just has to be something that you can do yourself to continue to move on in grace and good discipline, like, I guess, constructive criticism is what some people might call that instead of in like the tearing down kind of criticism way. Because those practical things are going to give you something to actually dwell on that's positive and something that can continue to move you forward in the right direction. Because what makes you feel good? That's what you want to remember. Does eating the junk food make me feel good? probably not. (laughs) Does eating the vegetables and the lean protein and the good carbohydrates make me feel good? Yeah, it does. So if you can come back to like the end result, what's going to actually make me feel good here. And yes, if we're being honest, sometimes that ice cream cone is going to make me feel good. But it doesn't make me feel good if I eat ice cream every day. That's not going to make me feel my best. It's not going to make me perform my best and none of that. So something that I tell people to kind of develop is a one-minute practice. So a one-minute or less practice. Something that you can do immediately when you're having those um, moments of, like, doubt or I don't know what to do next is – have something physical that you can do. So it might be something like fold my hands. might be something like literally turn around or close my eyes or take a deep breath or have a cup of water. Something that is going to help you just slow down and actually allow the time for your thoughts to process themselves and then make your decision from there. Because like I said, Yeah, maybe some days it is going to be give yourself grace and eat the dang ice cream cone or eat the dang pizza or whatever it is. But it's not always going to be that choice. So if you can slow down and actually recognize what your body is telling you and what your thoughts are telling you and what is going to make me feel good in this moment, that one-minute practice is going to allow you time to actually process what's going on inside your head and not basically get caught up in the moment another thing that you can do as well to practice that discipline and slow things down is sit down to eat because like I said your body responds to stress so sitting down and allowing that time to actually process the food and process the meal and enjoy it is going to help so much um, giving yourself a daily checklist is another kind of practical thing that you can do to develop confidence in knowing that I am making a step forward. Because that's another aspect of confidence is knowing that I am doing something to better myself. And knowing that I am Working on myself and knowing that I am doing everything I can to be the best version of me and not the best version of someone else is going to help to develop that confidence that, yeah, I am taking care of myself. Yeah, I am capable of doing these things. Yes, this is worthy of my time. So giving yourself a daily checklist that you can tick off is going to help develop that confidence in yourself and in your own abilities to actually follow through. So, The checklist doesn't have to be anything crazy. It could be, I drank my water today. I ate my meals today. I exercised today. I practiced my affirmations today. I had quiet time today. I did some sort of personal growth. I spent time with my family. I spent time away from my phone. And it doesn't have to be all of those things. It could be something completely different or maybe one or two of those things. But again, having something that you can actually like check off and say, yeah, I did that is going to help to develop the confidence that you are capable. And it starts with something small. And those small actions are going to lead you to be able to follow through on the bigger actions as well. But if you fail to plan, You're planning to fail. So go in with a plan because nothing hurts your confidence more than feeling lost. And you won't feel lost if you have a plan. But if you don't have a plan and now you're all like distracted and don't know what's next, then that's when you're going to start to feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then your confidence is going to go down the drain and blah, blah, blah. So whatever your plan is, write it down, make it concrete, something that you can actually follow through on. And the last part about confidence that I want to touch on, and I can't talk about confidence without talking about who actually gives us the confidence because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. And when I don't feel like I have the confidence inside of myself, I know that I can borrow my confidence from the one who never runs out of it. And on my arm, I have uh, a tattoo, it's, and it says Yahweh. And Yahweh is a name for God, and it means I am. So when I feel like I'm not enough, or when I feel like I'm not strong enough, or when I feel like I'm not talented enough, or any of these things, I can turn back to that truth of Yahweh because God says that He is enough, for all of our shortcomings. And that's something that is so big in my own personal life and something that I can always, always, always turn back to is the truth of who God created me to be and who God created you to be. And we are created to be different people. We're not created to be the same. Nobody is created to be the same. He literally only created one of you. And that is so mind-blowing, when you can actually wrap your head around that and say, wow, like, God created me. Who am I to tear down God's creation? And I don't know about you, but that literally gives me goosebumps just thinking about how much God loves us and how much it just Breaks his heart to know that you don't see yourself as the beautiful and strong and wonderful and fearfully made creation that you are. Because those lies, that's what they are. They're lies. They're swimming inside of your head, telling you that you're not enough or telling you all of these negative things. That is literally the enemy trying to get into your head because he does not want to see you succeed. Those lies are literally holding you back from reaching your full potential because he knows, like the enemy knows how much potential you have and he will keep coming at you with those same lies about who he says you are instead of who God says you are. And when we give into those lies, like I said, it holds you back from so much potential because you are God's creation and He doesn't make mistakes. So those lies can be replaced with the truth that we can find inside of God's Word. And like when you come back to that reality of, You are a child of God. Like how freaking cool is that? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But I think it's pretty cool. And that is something that I pray every day is give me your eyes, God, to see others the way that you see them. And to see myself the way that he sees me. Because when we can think about how God looks at us, he looks at us with such adoring eyes and with so much love. And he would not change a single thing about you because he created you exactly how he wanted to. And again, I'm going to like preface this with saying it is not bad to want to change yourself or to change aspects of yourself or to improve aspects of yourself. I think that's the difference maker is I don't want to change myself. I want to improve myself. And that's what God is going to honor. He's going to love the fact that you are trying to take care of yourself. And it's not coming from a place of I hate myself. It's coming from a place of how can I honor this creation that is me, (laughs) better. So something that I like to do when I am having those feelings of doubt is just putting on my favorite worship music and being still. Because how often are we just still and sitting with ourselves or sitting with God or sitting, listening to that truth coming from the music? It is like, it is so, so powerful. And what I would encourage you to do as well is go through and read the entire chapter of Isaiah 31. Isaiah 31 talks about how we literally have to like reach our weakest point to realize that God is strong enough for us and we can rely on God's strength. And sometimes that weakest point might be feeling like we're not enough or I don't have enough willpower within me and we can always turn back to Yahweh I am I am enough for you and he is the strength that you need to continue to move forward and know that no matter what it is that your goal is if you're going through it and holding God's hand through the whole thing as well he's going to honor that and he's going to help you through it and yeah like I said I don't like I don't know what your faith base is. I don't know what your beliefs are, but this is just such a huge aspect of confidence for me that I literally can't talk about confidence without talking about this because that, at the end of the day, is what it comes down to. It comes down to knowing that you are created exactly how you're supposed to be. So you are not a size. You are not a number. You are not a trophy You are not a doll, you are not an image, you are not a color, you are not a weight, you are not an advertisement, you are not an age. You are a beautiful creation. And I'm going to leave you with this last quote that I found recently and I just love it. And I said to my body softly, I want to be your friend. It took a long breath and replied, I've been waiting my whole life for this. Your body wants to be your friend. It wants to work with you. And you have to accept that you want to work with your body as well and that means not tearing it down that means boosting it up so that it can reach its full potential it's the same way you wouldn't tear down a friend when they're feeling down you wouldn't say oh you're not good enough you wouldn't you wouldn't basically tell them all these negative things to try to use like that reverse psychology of like oh maybe I'll tell them that they're crap and then they'll improve. No, we boost a friend up with like positive encouragement and telling them all of these truths about them. We would never look at our friend and pick out all of their flaws. We just wouldn't. And your friend doesn't look at you and pick out all of your flaws. and if they do, they're a crappy friend. <laughs> Hate to say it, but maybe you need new friends. So that's what I'll leave you with today is think about your body as a friend. It's a relationship. How are you going to today improve that relationship so that you can move forward through the rest of your day, through the rest of your week, through the rest of your life with the confidence of knowing that I know exactly what my body needs and I know how to honor it best because it is mine. And this is my home and I want to take care of my home. So hopefully this touched you in some sort of way today. Um, It's a topic that's very... Close to my heart, I guess, because it breaks my heart seeing um, all the women who don't have that confidence. So, if you enjoyed this and you think that it will be beneficial for other people to listen to as well, take a little screenshot that you're listening, put it up on your social media, and tag me at katiemuller.pt so I can show you some love as well. And let's just get this message of truth out to more women so we can see. Literally, women rise up to be the women that they are created to be.